0: Hello and welcome to the Murder in Mind podcast brought to you by SJP World Media, a series where we're looking back at the anthology series from the BBC called Murder in Mind. I'm one half of your duo Morty and I'm joined by the man who never sleeps, the man who has more podcasts than Charlie Sheen's had orgies. It's my it's <laughs> pal. Hello, hello. more podcasts than Charlie, that's a, that's a high number. <laughs> it's a high number. Yeah, you've reached it. You've reached new heights. Why? Okay. <laughs> How are you How doing, I? mate? All right? How am I? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm good. I've got my sexy gym jams on. I've got 40 quid in my pocket. Going to go and get some new shoes or head on down to Bristol. Either way, I'm ready to go. How are you?
1: <laughs> yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. I'm trying to battle through the cold and the snow every day, but yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a nightmare. At work, honestly, it's like it doesn't where where I work doesn't get gritted or treated or anything like that so it's just an ice rink now the snow's all just turned into this this, 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 you know it turned into mush and now it's just ice so it's just a nightmare
0: do you have a wager on at work of who's going to fall over the first
1: no we don't actually but I bet I'd be evens (laughs)
0: I can imagine you're a bit like Bambi on the ice I can imagine nobody wants to see a fat bloke like me fall over mate I'll tell you that oh they do yeah (laughs) it's exactly who they want to see fall over I always know if I'm walking on something icy I'm the one everyone's looking at right okay (laughs) I'm definitely the one people want to go over oh
1: man yeah it's a bit treacherous isn't it but hopefully it'll go away soon because it's costing me too much money trying to heat the
0: bloody ice (laughs) oh god yeah (laughs) Let's not get into that kind of stuff. Honestly, it is um, yeah, it's uh, it's a bit chilly. It's a bit chilly, my friend. Mm. Um, but what wasn't cold was that doesn't work as a link because we didn't really enjoy it that much. <laughs> but anyway, Neighbors. Last week we watched. We didn't watch Neighbors, but we watched an episode of Murder in Mind called Neighbors. That's a different um, podcast, watching this. It's a different podcast. <laughs> coming soon on... No, it's not. It's not. It's not <laughs> no, it's not. It's really not. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang, Andy will get far too excited. <laughs> it's not Prisoner Cellbox H. So. No. Um, yeah, um, we watched an episode called Neighbours, and I think it's... The f- is it the first one we agreed on to uh, to be murdered? in yeah, I think so. On our scale. Yeah, I think so. It, it, it was
1: just a bit daft in places, wasn't it, really? was just a bit...
0: It, it took you out of the story quite a lot, didn't it? it mm. got bit comedic, but not good comedic.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. That's spot on. It was a bit. There were just too many moments that were a bit. Uh, I don't know. Well, we spoke about it last week, didn't we? People mm. can hear, listen back if they haven't heard it already. But you mm. know, certain characters took you out of it as well, and yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't. It wasn't the best.
0: No, no, it wasn't. And and we've said this before. To be fair. Um, there hasn't been a complete dud in this series uh, mm-hmm. so far. If we're saying you know that we're not going to keep it in mind, we're going to murder it. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's the worst thing that ever happened. Just by you know sort of the standard of the show, really, it's um, it, it, it's not perhaps not worth going out of your way just to watch that. Whereas the others, we think you probably should. Yeah, yeah, that's a great show.
1: I mean, we, we said to murder last week's episode because it wasn't great in the context of what we've already seen. But yep. I mean, it's not dreadful it's just I, I wouldn't seek it out
0: mm-hmm. yeah well this week we've got an interesting one side because this week we're watching the last episode of the first series uh called sleeper and it's interesting for a few reasons but uh one of them is uh, quite selfishly that i didn't remember any of it as i told you last week mm. um so it's the first one we've watched both kind of blind because even when watching it i remembered the first few minutes uh, and that's it the rest of it, it was like i've never seen it before because <laughs> my memory's that bad um so yeah we're both kind of going into this uh, this one a bit blind for the first time yes definitely i i've not seen this
1: before 100% no i've not seen this before so yeah it was good it was I, I, it was it was interesting going in knowing that you also have not seen this or remember it mm. that, was, that was i i think that's going to make it quite interesting as we go through the episode yeah
0: yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, so should we just get straight into it? Yeah, yeah. It's dark again. It is. It is dark again. <laughs> we're, we're back. I'm, I'm glad for the darkness. Maybe that's yes. something about it. We'll see welcome, which. Welcome. The, if the next. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. Um, maybe, you know, the, the next episode that opens up in the morning, maybe that'll be a bit of a dud as well. And we'll think, yeah. oh, that's, that's what it is. Uh, that's murder's just not do. fun during the day. Whether we should, like, you know. <laughs> Just turn it off, depending on what time of day it is when the episode begins. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, no, it's gone midday. Not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scottish Danny will tell you, murder's just not fun during the day. Um, we old <laughs> stab <laughs> Danny, love him. Um, yeah, so this is sleeper, as we mentioned, first aired on the seventeenth of June two thousand and one. So again, like the rest of these, twenty-one-year-old television. Oh. um So, you know, again, we've spoken about how a lot of this has held up pretty well, to be fair. Um, So I'm going to quickly mention the main character straight away, because the main character is Keely Hawes uh, she's played by. Now, you must have recognised her, side. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I recognise her, yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: she's in everything. She's in Ashes to Ashes.
1: She was. Yeah, that's what I think. I think that's what I know her from because uh, was she also in something quite big recently? Was it Line of Duty she was in or something like that? She
0: was in Line of Duty. Right. She was in see,
1: Bodyguard as well. See, I won't recognize her from those. So it okay. must be from Ashes
0: to Ashes. Okay. Have you never seen Line of Duty or anything nah. nope. like that? Goodness me. Well, <laughs> coming soon to SJP um, Yeah, so so Keely Hall's a big star now. Um, she's uh she's quite young she was 25 when this aired i looked that up because she obviously looks quite young yeah. um she's playing quite a young character and she's again the fact this was 20 years ago is incredible really because like i say you know 25 years old she is here it's quite early in her television career really um you know she still looks incredible now you know um sort of 20 years later uh but another big thing about her is a doctor who alert oh okay hello she was uh miss del fox in uh series eight episode five the time heist which i believe no you haven't done that yet Doctor Who, whatever no. time heist um it's a capaldi story um and i'll be honest it was a huge waste of her okay i remember being quite excited when they said she was going to be in it um i don't think she was used as well as you could have used an actress of that kind of uh Name that kind of caliber, right? Um, okay, but it's it's a fun story. I I I feel like um Dan, your host on Doctor Who pod, um I feel like he mentioned it either to watch on this next series or he nearly picked it. Um, I, I'm sure he's mentioned it, and he mentioned that it's quite fun, um, and it is. It's a fun story. Okay, no, I mean with regards to to Capaldi, we've done
1: this is our third season of the Doctor Who pod, so we've done three stories from Peter Capaldi. Yeah. We've already recorded the Capaldi one for, for this series. Uh, we definitely haven't covered it, but with my watch back or, or watch again with, with my daughter, Charlie, we'll be coming up to that soon, I think. Mm-hmm. Because uh, how many... What I, don't, I can't remember what season Capaldi took over, but we're halfway through. I think it's Matt Smith's last one. Clara is literally about to come into it now.
0: I think Series 8 was his first series, but I'm going okay. to check because if not, people are going to scream at me. <laughs> We've literally just got to the episode nine where
1: the Angels get rid of Rory and Amy. We've just watched that one. So our next one, I'm assuming... Did you do a went, little dance? I was a bit like, yeah, go on.
0: <laughs> I've always loved the Angels. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Capaldi, um, it's his first series is Series 8 okay yeah so so, uh, so this was in in his first series um yeah it's uh it's it's a uh, it's a really it's a really fun story um but yeah a bit of a waste of her but yeah dr who alert we got one in early awesome great stuff
1: look at that. we ticked off the mention about scottish danny being a stabby stabby man and we got yep. Doctor Who pod in already within the first 10 minutes
0: let's just go now yeah don't, don't get better than this <laughs> <laughs> no it doesn't um yeah, so as I said, it's nighttime again, and we've got creepy floorboards. I've written creepy floorboards on that. Mm,
1: yeah, I think the whole thing was done quite creepy, wasn't it? Because obviously, we're going to see uh, the main character, uh, mm-hmm. Debbie, Debs, Deborah. They refer to her as yep. different stuff all the way through. And it's creepy. Obviously, the theme of it is that she, she sleepwalks, and yeah. she's sleepwalking here, and her who we find out to be her roommate is kind of following her, trying to talk to her. But uh, the, yeah. initial, the initial opening scene, it's quite creepy, isn't it? Because she's almost like some sort of weird zombie-esque person, you know?
0: Yeah, it is. And, and first of all, we just sort of see her feet and she's got this flowing sort of night, night dress. And he said, not very sexy, Jim Jams." No. Um not very sexy gym drums. <laughs> so you can just see sort of the bottom of the nighty sort of flow in as she walks barefoot. Um you got creepy music, you've got the creaking floorboards, people sort of waking up in their beds looking around. Um I thought it was really well done. Again, mm, you yeah. know, very atmospheric sort of uh, something again that we missed last time, I think. Um that kind of open that makes you feel the sort of impending something. mm yeah, definitely. I mean, last, you
1: know, literally by comparison to last week, this is, quite, again, quite literally, you know, night and day. But it's, <laughs> it is it is that way in formal comparison as well, because it was all, you know, loudness and music and, and, and so on going on in the episode last week. Here, it's the exact opposite. Everyone is trying to be incredibly quiet because, again, it's nighttime and people are asleep, even the person walking about, <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think, um, no offense to sleepwalkers, but sleepwalking is quite creepy. Anyway. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. My lad used to sleepwalk, and I used to hate it. It was so creepy. Yeah. He just he just all of a sudden appear at the bottom of the stairs, or we'd be sat watching the TV, and me, and, me and the wife, and he just he just appear in the doorway <laughs> and so on. And it was like, Whoa, you know, because you wouldn't because you wouldn't <laughs> hear him. You know, he was much quieter when he was asleep than walking around when he was awake. I'll tell you that. He didn't
0: sleepwalk with his eyes open, though, did he? um yes oh no
1: yeah at times though if if i heard him upstairs i'd bolt upstairs as quick as i could because you don't want him going near the stairs do you but he Mm -hmm. the couple of times he did come down the stairs he actually maneuvered them relatively well but they still are quite scary so if we heard movement upstairs i'd run upstairs and there was one occasion where he came out of his bedroom and just stopped and looked at me and he literally was staring at me but you could see that that there was nothing there yeah, it is, mate. It was not a good time. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so this sort of starts off uh, quite creepy. One thing I, I didn't mention is this was written by a guy called Guy Burt. It's the first one that he wrote for the series. He wrote one in each se- uh, series, one in okay. series one, one in series two, one in series three. Um, and he's got a lot more writing credits to his name than a lot of these other guys other than the creator. Um, uh, he he did the screenplay for Ghost Boat, which I remember seeing. Um that was probably uh, well it says here it was 2006. i thought it was earlier than that which was um quite good it had david jason in it uh, it was like a tv movie um he's also got credits i'm looking at it now he's got credits from wire and the blood diamond geezer which is quite fun sometimes again with david jason um loads of stuff and there's a few stuff with kind of a bit of um a darker edge to it as well um but yeah, so this is his, his first credit. So we've not seen any stuff from this guy before on the show. Okay. I quite like that as well in the way that
1: obviously this is broken up into three seasons and they're, they're mm. relatively short on there. I think it's like uh, the next two seasons have got eight episodes, and does this one have seven?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: So it's good that we're getting this guy writing an episode in each series, and mm. I'm assuming that you know old uh, Barry Horowitz, the creator, is going to be contributing in in other seasons as well so i think that's quite Mm -hmm. quite nice that we've got different people writing the stories but the same writers popping up in each season
0: yeah 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 it gives it that kind and again you know anthony um anthony horowitz is overlooking all of it as well Mm. which is great because because sometimes you do have you know more sort of american tv they have groups of writers and i think stuff you know does get kind of lost perhaps yeah um but it's quite, quite, at least credited wise, it's quite a small team. And it seems that, um, you know, the guys are kind of writing their story and then it's adapted um, yeah. for the show. It's quite, quite cool. Uh, and like I said, there haven't been any real duds um, yet, depending on your kind of view viewpoint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So she starts rooting through uh, her her roommates um, or her housemates. Yeah. Uh, wardrobe, um, puts a top on while she sleeps. Um, dress herself better in her sleep than I dress myself when I'm awake. Constantly putting my tops inside out. About you? <laughs> I literally today tried to take my work jacket
1: off by pulling at my cuff, but it's a sleeveless jacket, so I was pulling at the jumper <laughs> that was underneath my jacket. So that was a bit daft. Yeah. I've also I've also literally this week fallen over whilst trying to put my trousers on. So <laughs> yeah, she dresses herself better in her sleep than me when I'm awake. But definitely.
0: <laughs> definitely um, yeah so she reaches as I said she reaches the door and uh, her her housemate uh, Caroline I believe um, stops her and when she stops her she wakes up and screams in her face obviously you know it's quite well known that you shouldn't necessarily wake people yeah it, um, that's, that was horrible as well because again it's
1: obviously we kind of twig what's going on by the mm. time she reaches the door mm-hmm. and when she screams I wasn't expecting that and it it did make me jump a bit she did it very well
0: it Mm. was blood curdling wasn't it It yes Um, yeah and and, uh, two lads I've written uh, ran downstairs and say oh not again Um, yeah so out of all of these people I'll go through that quickly now Um, so we had Caroline as I mentioned uh, she was played by Ginny Holder she's been a few bits and bobs um, kind of bit parts really Um, we have David who's going to play a big part in it later on played by Scott Williams, again, you know, sort of a lot of bit parts, uh, and Jamie, which is played by Ed, Ed Stoppard. I'm not really telling you much they've been in, because to be honest, it's been a bit here and there, then none of them have been in any kind of long-term things. They've all been in the usual sort of stuff, soap operas and, um, a few murder dramas and things like that. But, um, with
1: regards to this, this scene, then this is the first time we're seeing the four housemates all together on screen, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Now, uh the what was the lady's name sorry not not deborah the other one caroline caroline okay Uh, excluding her then because i think she's a bit of of a different role in this than to to the two lads Mm. what was your first impression here because this is the very first interaction we see them both and there's a a girl, a a lady, screaming in the hallway. And uh, (laughs) we find out that... I mean, it's going to be difficult, I think, during this episode and not giving spoilers and jumping back and forth in the story Mm -hmm. a little bit because I'm sort of intrigued because you say you can't remember watching this before.
0: Nope.
1: So we find out that the one individual is Deb's boyfriend, Mm -hmm. and the other one is somebody who just also is, is part of the house share what's your first impression of these two here because I, I picked up on something straight away that proved to be completely freaking wrong <laughs> oh,
0: okay um, i'd completely forgotten about i say the story really so um, i didn't put two and two together that one of them was dead boyfriend i thought they all just lived in the house together mm. so i instantly thought are oh, they students Yes, And may again, maybe there is, as they talk about subconscious a lot in here, maybe my subconscious remembers that they're, they're all students. <laughs> but um, but for me, they were just students. And and the way that they kind of both went, oh, not again. I didn't feel there was any kind of romantic connection because you would Im- imagine that if that was your girlfriend or your partner of five years, you would run and give her a bit of a reassuring cuddle and yeah. not just stand on the stairs going, hmm so um, I just thought they were housemates. What did you think? You thought they were two gay couples, did you? No, not at all. Where's, why'd you jump straight to that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought, I thought the same as you, that they were just two
1: other housemates okay. and there was no relationship there at all. But I, it, it really came out as a bolt out of the blue when we see that the one character, James, who was very much, oh, God, you're at it again, mm-hmm. was her boyfriend. Yeah, because it was like if you had to pick one of one of those two individuals to say that, that she's got a closer relationship with, it wouldn't have been him because of how he reacted. And the other character, David, mm-hmm. he seemed more concerned and wanted to stop and help uh, and so on. And he came across like a nice fella at this moment. To I'll me. be
0: honest. I, I my instinct straight away was that her partner was Caroline.
1: OK right
0: because they they went uh maybe i tired you with my brush um but they uh they when she's kind of calming her down yes she's very reassuring but there was a lot of sort of that physical contact that i thought was right okay um just very you know again what you would expect from her partner perhaps and they've oh, got a okay. bit of interesting. i've I wrote a couple of times i started writing a couple of times or oh, they've got good chemistry and they've got good chemistry and then i realized they didn't just keely hawes is really good yeah because there's so many moments with different characters, like her and Caroline, like her and um, Corey, which we'll meet later, like her and Riyadh. I go, oh, they've got really good chemistry. But then I think, actually, I think it's just Keely Hawes. She's yeah. just, she can just make any kind of, you know, if, if any kind of on-screen connection work. Yeah. Because um, there was, the only the only one I would say she didn't have any chemistry with was her boyfriend. Yeah,
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly and again this is the weird thing because you don't i didn't know straight off the bat that this was her boyfriend so when we Mm -hmm. find that out that's quite surprising to me Mm -hmm. but i did straight away pick up on the fact that he's a bit of a bastard
0: Mm. a bit of a knob yes um yes the next morning um i i put she asks the lad if she looks okay and he says you look fine she was in a dressing gown (laughs) <laughs> see that's that there we should have picked up on there was something more to that relationship then because i thought she was maybe just was they were flat sharing a house sharing and she was interested in him and he wasn't interested in her right okay see i didn't
1: even i, I didn't even think I, I genuinely thought it was odd she was asking how do i look to this bloke that she was sharing a house with
0: i think it was odd because she was in a dressing gown yeah so let me say si how do i look right now great (laughs) 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 um it was a bit odd um again like you said there was no context uh, at this Mm. point really um nothing to make you think that um then we uh then we were in a a classroom and i wrote oh she's a teacher she isn't a teacher yeah i thought she was as well I've, (laughs) i've got i've got university lecturer yeah, so I don't. I've never been to university. Shocking. No. Um, <laughs> all the listeners will be absolutely shocked to hear that. Um, but uh, may, maybe when you're at a certain, because she's postgrad or something, she said. So, I I would have thought if you're postgrad, why are you still in uni? I don't know how it works. I've got no maybe idea. Maybe you get to a certain point where you have certain qualifications and you can host uh, sessions. I don't know how it works. Intelligent know. people listening, let us know. Yeah, yeah. Message the show. <laughs> Not gonna get many tweets back on that one, sorry. Si. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I wrote, "She's a teacher." Oh no, she isn't. She's a student. I don't understand uni stuff, and she's knackered. Is what I've written.
1: Yeah, she's yawning as she's speaking to this, uh, you know, gathering of students, the class or whatever it may well be that you know, and she's yawning. And there's somebody else sat there who is going to be taking over the class next term, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, if you say so. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and he comes down to speak to her as well, and she's oh, yawning he whilst he's talking to her as well, isn't
0: it? Yeah, Dr. Tate. Okay. Yeah, so Dr. Tate uh, was played by Christopher Good. Uh, apparently he was best known as Quentin in the famous 590s TV show. No there was, I put Rob, used to see Rob will probably know that. Probably, I imagine so. <laughs> um, and also, apparently, when he retired, he restored an old mill and made a uh, beautiful large garden in Herefordshire. So that's good to know, isn't it? An old mill—that's that's quite great. Cool. I'd yeah. like to live in a mill. Yeah, let's contact him.
1: Yeah, what? I move in with him. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> We're a big fans of your performance on this little niche <laughs> drama series, for the BBC in two thousand one. That you were in for
0: about thirty seconds. Can yeah. we come and live with you, please? Can we live with you? <laughs> it's cold in Gloucester. It is. <laughs> yeah, because it will be nice and warm in a mill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, Doctor Who alert. Oh, okay. He played a character called Morgan in the twenty ten Matt Smith story, The Beast Below. Now, I would have seen that by now, wouldn't I? Mm, you've seen The Beast Below, yeah. I don't know if it's a big part. I can't remember.
1: I don't remember him at all.
0: No. But he was in it. So there we go. All right. <laughs> um, two Doctor alerts. There you go. Outdone myself. Um, I think a nice little back and forth between Deborah um, and her mate. Uh, I wrote Caroline. I don't think it was Caroline. I think it was Corrie okay yeah
1: this is when they sit down. um, um are,
0: yeah
1: are, are they in the not in the
0: library but the. it looked i thought it was a library yeah okay okay yeah i thought it was a library is this is um, where
1: um corrie recommends that she goes and speaks with the the i don't know what's called is he a teacher a lecturer a student
0: who's studying he's a student isn't he okay yeah they do talk about that yeah yeah. So again, I started to write, she's got, she's got good, um, she, she's got good, uh, chemistry with this person. But again, I think it's just, it's <laughs> um, but yeah, a good bit of back and forth. I haven't written down everything word for word because it's gonna, you know, we'll be here all day. Um, and I won't do it justice. Go and watch it. Um, but yeah, they, they do have back and forth. And like you say, she starts to talk about, um, this, um, this student who is post-grad. Uh, maybe that's where I heard that term. um, uh, and he specializes in um neurological things including sleepwalking and things like that um and i it, it was quite you saw a lot of personality from uh from deborah here i thought you know and she's kind of is he fit you know she's yeah. kind of she's playing a little bit because um her mate is clearly kind of a bit uh, single and a bit um crap at meeting fellows it seems it's what deborah's a uh, thought process was at the time so the response um, as well was the
1: response was a little bit cheesy for me he's only interested in your mind not your body that was a bit a
0: bit on the nose you know yeah yeah i suppose but i i I know people like that oh okay (laughs) (laughs) i know people who that would be their idea of humor right (laughs) (laughs) and you just go (laughs) um yeah uh we see quickly that she's waitressing so that's how she's paying for a uni. She's yawning a lot, all right. And she's knackered, you know. She's sleepwalking. She's not sleeping. She's, like um, she's not. exactly. She's,
1: skipping, getting... so. mm-hmm. she's like doing laps when she's kipping, isn't she? So yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've, I'm, i, I I've, maybe I sleepwalk because I often wake up, you know, knackered. Mm. Maybe I sleepwalk.
1: I think I sleepwalk. I must do because I wake up in the morning and there's like pizza boxes and empty beer cans and I can't remember a damn thing. We <laughs> so. to say bloody hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a <the> bloody hammer. <laughs>
0: um, I've written uh, Jamie is her boyfriend. WTF? Yeah, that was a bit of <laughs> surprise. Like, yeah. What's that all about? Yep, uh, and he seems not to give a single f about her. I've written. Yeah, I've I've written
1: boyfriend is not nice. So we picked no. up on the same thing there.
0: Yeah, and then I write, "I hope he's who she murders." Does that make me a weirdo? Eh? <laughs> I, no, I don't think so because we know there's going to be a murder, mm.
1: and picking off the person who we don't like on the show. I think mean, that's that's a fair thing to say as a viewer, isn't it? <laughs> either that, or we either that, or we're, we need to be like you know, we need to go and see some sort of psychologist. Or <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe this podcast is starting to make us a bit warped. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the episode that you were watching, where you, you were like looking at this dad that had like not even two full scenes. He yeah. was on TV, and like you were like, he's, he's a, a killer.
1: Yeah, I thought he was a nonce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's he's tied that suspicious. little girl up. He's he's killed his daughter. He has
0: <laughs> had nothing to do with the story. <laughs> no, nope, nothing at all. <laughs> um, I've written long-haired lad David. Sees a window open Mm. um, uh, in the evening, and then uh, she wakes up and seems to have slept well. Uh, Jamie sort of apologises, kind of, for being a bit of a knob. Yeah, I'm just tired, or whatever he said.
1: Yeah, I think she was. um, I don't know whether she was wanting to just talk the night before, or Mm. whether she, you know, she was feeling a bit frisky or Mm. or whatever. But uh, yeah, he had no interest in anything to do with her whatsoever. You know, no. so he's apologising for that, but literally he's apologising as he's going out the door, isn't
0: he? Yeah. It's, again, there's no, no connection there. Any? No. You know. Um, she gets up and her feet are filthy, so it's clearly obvious that she's been walking around in the garden. Um, uh, Jamie leaves the house and uh, David, the long haired lad, says he's an arsehole and I've written, I agree with you, David. Mm, I agree with David too. Indeed.
1: There's something else that happens here as well when she's um, she goes into, uh, I'm assuming it's like the, the shared living space, whether it's the kitchen or the dining room or wherever they were, mm-hmm. and they see that door, uh, sorry, the window open. Mm. The next room they go into, the radio is playing and it's playing Yellow by Coldplay. Okay. And I'm thinking,
0: is that, obviously it is, but I'm thinking that song
1: isn't that old, is it?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, but I thought Yellow was like 99. Oh, okay, 2000. So it? I thought it was a lot more recent,
1: but then I'm not exactly a Coldplay fan, so it's like I I, I wouldn't know how many releases they've had. I
0: mean, I mean, if it came out in like 2010, that's creepy. Right. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, it was released in the year 2000.
1: Uh, okay.
0: Well, I suppose it is that old
1: then. There we go. <laughs>
0: I wonder where you're going with that. The radio was playing. I was like, oh, he spotted something I haven't. It was playing Coldplay. That's weird because they recorded that song seven years after this was released. No, I
1: was just a bit like, really? Is that song that old?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it must be. Um, There's certain things that I see uh, when we're watching this uh, series and I just go, wow, really? That long ago? (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean it's, um, it's over two decades by That's it's it's not a, a short
1: period of time no. and also with regards to this episode i think that i, I think what we get with this episode is sl- slightly different to the other episodes we've watched is these are all the characters in this the main characters anyway they're all of a certain age aren't they they're all as you yep. said sort of you know in their 20s students whatever yeah whereas every episode we've watched previously we've had older people in there as well and mm you know people of different classes and so on dressing in a certain way here the the clothing that some of the people wear being you know young and hip i guess for that time it really to me ages well not age, dates the show with regards mm. to their fashion you know i mean there's there's a time when um uh, uh debbie is wearing like a sort of a, a jumper but a shirt a white shirt underneath with a the, the, the corners at the front poking out down the bottom. And I thought, that is so 19, 19, late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. I've not felt that about pretty much what everyone's wearing before in any of the previous episodes.
0: Even the style of jeans that they're wearing in some of them. Yeah. I know it's a bit, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it. Kind of wide at the bottom, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it is good point because, you know, most of the characters have been mid 30s upwards. Mm. really haven't they um and like i said the the one that was perhaps the most um well i can't remember how we worded it but the one that we felt aged perhaps the best so far was the one with the elder couple because you know there was no modern technology as it was at the time um the only thing that aged that a little bit was vhs player but i can imagine someone their age had a vhs player Mm. (laughs) it's not a leap I've still got My one. mum's got one. <laughs> I've got one. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had one in the garage with my wife made my wife. She made me throw it out.
1: Oh, mate. Yeah. My wife, my I, I wife thinks, think, I can say this because she will never listen. My wife thinks mine has got thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it where I'm sat right now. It's just that.
0: the <laughs> hoarder. Exactly, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, David asks, uh, Deborah, how was last night? Nothing weird. Um, he seems to know, you know, obviously that she was out uh, and I've written, he seems to fancy her. I thought when he was watching her in the mirror. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yep. There's definitely something else going on there other than just being her mate. Yeah. Yeah. And as I said, you know, she's, she seems like a nice person. She's got quite a bubble personality and she is a very good looking lady. She is indeed. Um, this sleep doctor bloke, my, my notes are as good as ever. Uh, <laughs> is uh, played by Nitin Ganatra. Uh, um, I think I pronounced that correctly. Do you recognise him? Yes, he was in. I think most people will know him from EastEnders, won't they? Yeah, he's been in EastEnders for years, as we
1: say. Yeah, But he was also, I think. No, he wasn't. No, nope. <laughs> I'm thinking of somebody else.
0: What were you going to say?
1: <laughs> no,
0: doesn't matter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's probably best known for. EastEnders, but he yeah. has been in everything, really. Um, I think uh, when he started um, his career, he was in a lot of comedy stuff. Okay, um, yeah. But he's yeah, um, Bride and Prejudice. He was in um, the remake of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, loads of stuff. Um, apparently, he was in um, which I didn't know. He was in uh, Wednesday, which is very popular at the moment on Netflix. Okay, which is about yeah. um, Wednesday Adams. I've not I've watched, watched it. I've not
1: seen it either, but I've seen the adverts, yeah.
0: Yeah, and every, every single time you go on Twitter or Facebook, there's someone attempting the dance badly. Oh, I've not seen that. Have you not? Oh, yeah, yeah. there's a dance scene that everyone copies, become one of those TikTok craze things. Oh, uh, okay. And, uh, yeah. My wife's on TikTok all the time, so I imagine she's seen it. She's probably seen a lot of that dance here. When she starts doing the dance, that's the time. Uh, and recording herself on tiktok that's when you take a phone <laughs> oh, no. away from her yeah. <laughs> okay that's enough dear come on <laughs> um so yeah he's again quite a well-known figure now um he doesn't look very young here <laughs> no it, he looked
1: he looks like what he looked like to any standards.
0: yeah he looks no different except <laughs> so I don't know.
1: he's got this sodding massive earring yeah and I'm like, what is that earring all about? Is that literally their attempt to try and make him look younger? Just bang a curtain—it's like a curtain hoop in his ear, you know? He, <laughs> you could dub, you could, you could have a side project being a pirate to the
0: size of that fucking earring. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that he's actually fifty, and they are just like whack an earring in no like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it, it yeah. <laughs> I think it's what it's one of those things. You know, you see some people and they don't age, and then you see some people—they were born like forty, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, so he looks amazing now because he looks younger than he did then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's um, an odd character, this guy for me. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, he's into all the sort of the neurological psycho babbly stuff. Mm. So he's going to be a bit odd, I suppose, isn't he? Yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah. That, that, that does explain it. Cause everything that I find odd about him does link directly to that sort of stuff. So,
0: Yeah um again there's there's a lot of as we see later on there's a lot of chemistry between them two i thought Mm -hmm. um but again probably more her but she also the character seems to you know she does a little giggle at him and you know
1: yeah i thought something was gonna happen yeah
0: yeah um he's shining colors in her eyes and this was a bit creepy i thought this was a bit a bit weird yeah i don't get what that's about no, um, but some sort of neurological test he was doing. Um, he says that the, the problem with her is not neurological. Uh, her kind of, her type of sleepwalking is quite rare. Um, he mentions that her eyes are open, which we saw, uh, at the beginning. Um, and he said that it can be intensified by trauma or stress. She says she's a history grad student and he says, oh yeah, well that'll do. Uh, which I thought was quite, <laughs> quite a fun little, uh, yeah, a back and forth. I'm okay. Yeah, that, that'll do. That's fine.
1: That that that's the yeah. reason. Let's not talk about it anymore.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> just, just said that he's like, well, that yeah. And they again, they have a bit of flirty sort of chat, really, don't they? When it's like yeah. um, I'm a grad student, he's got, like, oh right, yeah, that could be it. I, I'm of history. Oh, that'll definitely do it. It was quite, it was quite. Um, yeah, I I I thought he was quite um quite good in this in this mm. role. Um, but yeah, there was something a bit odd about him
1: but yeah but again it's it's what he's into isn't it i'm not trying to stereotype everyone who likes that sort of thing as saying they are a bit odd but mm. this guy yeah he ticks those boxes
0: yeah um could be a relationship stress making it worse um he says that sometimes the subconscious uh knows things that a conscious conscious doesn't and that's ends up being a theme here doesn't it mm. yeah um she seems to have good chemistry with everyone on screen right here as i said cannot be a coincidence she's very natural obviously. yeah i mean she, she's brilliant she's really good in this
1: i mean she uh, spoiler alert i guess when we get to the end of the program but she's my star of the show she's fantastic mm. uh, and i think sometimes she is so good that other people look bang average by comparison mm-hmm. yep i think
0: you're right yeah for sure um So, yeah, so they they have this kind of chat back and forth about it. Um, She excitingly goes and tells her friend, um, Corrie, again, who's her best friend, um, that she's going to talk to Jamie. Um, She seems to have sussed at this point that he's cheating on her. Mm -hmm. Um, And that conversation with Riyadh kind of made that um, come up. And then um, I've written here, my guess is that uh, it's her blonde mate that he's shagging. Ah, see.
1: I thought that he initially was shagging, is it Caroline, the housemate? Oh, really? Because when they sit down, she sits down and, and talks to Caroline, doesn't she? And says, he left work at two. Where is he yes. been? He's obviously seeing somebody else. And she acts shifty as hell in this scene. Mm. She is yeah. really, you know, sus. But we later find out it's because that she kind of knows that he's cheating on her. Mm-hmm. But initially, I'm thinking is she acting sus because she's the one sleeping with
0: Debbie's chap? Okay. Well, I, I thought, um, Debbie's chap, huh? um, I thought <laughs> that, um, uh, the bit with Corey at the very beginning, um, I just thought Corey was a bit, a, a bit of a bit of a loser. um, and then when they she had that conversation that she said about him cheating, I thought it was bang obvious that it was Corey, the blonde one. Because okay. the way that she was sitting there and she was kind of over the top, you know, pulling faces. And I thought, oh, okay, well, it's, it's obviously her then. I didn't even think Caroline for a second. Um, I thought straight away, you know, Caroline knows something's going on. Um, so just, so just to
1: recap, it is. Mm, are you talking about when she's gone to see her friend uh, are we at the point now where she's gone to see her friend at her friend's house and she talks out the window, first of all? No. Okay, because that, that moment, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh, no, I'm wrong. She is shagging.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, this is before that. This is the scene before. Yeah, right. so this is before she goes home. Um, yeah, she talks to Corey again in that library area, I think it was. Yeah, okay. Uh, um, yeah, okay. No, I didn't pick up on that at all, Yeah, I I thought it was, I was like, oh, okay, well, it's that. Um, Something quickly with the Caroline thing. Now, you know, not to go on personal things or anything like that, but this James, right, her boyfriend,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: he's a bit of a knob. Yes. David clearly doesn't like him. He thinks he's a knob. Yep. Caroline doesn't seem to like him. She thinks he's a knob. Mm -hmm. Why did they both know that he was cheating on Deborah and not tell her? Because they both think he's uh, a Oh, not-
1: yeah. Well, that's a really good point.
0: If it was like they like both of them and they just don't want to get involved, you can kind of go, mm, it's a bit shitty thing to do, but I get it. You know, you kind of think, oh, it's not yeah, a, it's an awful yes. situation that I want to get in the middle. But they both think this guy's a dick. So why don't they both go, he's having an off for someone else and he's your best mate, by the way, because they both seem to know that.
1: See, so that's the- they- maybe Sorry. then, I don't know, I'm I'm just guessing here, but have they got a relationship with... Is it Corrine? Corrie. Maybe. Do they know her and they don't want to do like they don't want to, you know, step so never, into the it's middle It's never never seen, but, is it? It's never nah. discussed. You're right. That doesn't quite it's a little bit of a plot hole, maybe. It doesn't quite make sense, does it?
0: No. Maybe not. Um yeah. So um then uh the what on earth have I got to? Um She's going. All oh, right. Yeah. And it- excuse me. Sorry about that. Uh, she's going through a coat, so uh, I guess looking for stuff from him. And that's when uh, you mentioned Carolina, housemate, comes home. Um, Debbie asks her if she thinks James is cheating, and they kind of have this back and forth again. First opportunity to go. Yeah, he is. He's a dick. Yeah. Totally. I don't understand why they're trying to protect uh, yeah, him. Yeah, I tell you, what, that's that's
1: that's different again, isn't it? Because it's not just you know somebody uh, Caroline will use as the example. it's not just that person, that friend going up to Debbie and saying he's you no know, messing about behind your back. this is she has been asked outright
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would not be comfortable because you're not you're not just then you know trying to i suppose um keep it to yourself. Mm. you are actively keeping shtum to protect the other person then because you have been asked the question yeah. directly it's a different scenario altogether at that point
0: yeah because so like i said it you know you might have thought oh, i don't want to get involved and it's a bit yeah. perhaps not the right thing to do but you might think oh, i don't want to get in the middle but she's literally asked the question mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a bit odd um then um caroline says to deborah that um she's been a bit off recently lack of sleep so again she's kind of turning it around to being debbie maybe making things up in her head yeah it so can... doesn't really make sense does it and this is why i'm
1: thinking that it's her that is sleeping right. with because it's almost like she's trying to divert away from that situation like she's mm. got something to hide and thought... a big thing that runs through this whole this whole uh, scene because james eventually arrives back doesn't he Yes, and you know they they say then it's six o'clock. You finished work at two. Where have you been? Yeah, the whole thing of him cheating with somebody is never denied at any stage. No, nope. he 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 just says I don't have to listen to this. I don't have to take this. Mm-hmm. He never says no. I'm not. He never denies it. And when I noticed that, I also then started to notice that this Caroline wasn't denying it either she was doing exactly the same thing as James and just trying to divert the attention yeah so that's why I thought okay it must be her
0: then yeah but it doesn't make sense because that doesn't explain why he wasn't there for four hours no I suppose yeah but yeah I, I never thought that Um, I, I I thought just because I thought it was quite obvious at the beginning of that. but again maybe subconscious I have seen this before you know, however many years ago I, didn't, I just didn't remember any of it um, at one point he does say leave it out as if he's in EastEnders <laughs> Leave it. <her>. Leave it. Leave it. He also accuses her of being tired and making things up. Um, uh, and then he gets a bit annoyed because she mentions that she spoke to Riyaz, and mm. he gets annoyed about it.
1: Yeah. And and how dare talk- you accuse me of cheating because you've spoken to
0: another man? It's like, <laughs> all right, fella, you know it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <he's>, yeah. <laughs> um, she has the proper guy him, accusing him of cheating. Uh, he says she's insane um he says that she's not well um he's not answering the question he just flounces off i it. Mm. yeah yeah very quickly
1: able to gather his things as well <laughs> yeah you know yeah, true yeah because I, I assumed that he lived there but he obviously doesn't i'm guessing he just stayed there did sometimes live there. oh okay oh well, yeah because he says he's going to come back for more of his stuff so he must do yeah uh oh no he does because he says at one point i pay rent here
0: yeah Maybe just yeah. had a bag ready to go. Yeah, maybe I've
1: been in that scenario mind.
0: What just having a bag ready to go?
1: Yeah, with an ex partner of mine. Yeah, she was she was she was horrific, and it was but uh, it was a case of uh, it, she would explode at any given moment. So I literally kept spare clothing, deodorant, toothbrush, really? and all sorts of stuff in my locker at work, and a bag ready to go at any time. Yeah. Wow. Now full there of were
0: reasons. Look, kitchen just, knives. Yeah, for the kitchen. Like, yeah, yeah, a rucksack <laughs> ready to throw in the brook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> goodness Um, David then comes in deborah has gone by this point he comes in says to Caroline what's going on she says she knows uh, and they all seem to know about it Um, and then I've written they all seem to know it must be her blonde mate is what I write there because the way that they sort of went does she know who it's with Um, I never once thought because surely he would go well does she know it's you you would think Mm.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if it was an. Ex- thinking back, when James first walks into the room, mm. they make eye contact, Caroline and James, okay. and she tries to almost sign like like an expression on her face or a look on her face before they even start talking. So maybe that misled mm-hmm. me a bit. I don't know. Got you. Yeah. Okay,
0: maybe it was on purpose. Maybe Yeah, maybe they're possibly. trying to steer you away from the idea that he was shagging the blonde girl because I thought that that was obvious. Um, maybe they were trying to steer you away from thinking it was obvious
1: Right, okay,
0: maybe, maybe. or
1: I've just seen something that's not there I completely misunderstood the situation <laughs>
0: <That's possible too. laughs> No, it might have been a pur- purpose you know, we, we've we kind of discussed in here that we do feel that this show has tried to redirect you on occasion yeah. with um, without just throwing random things although they did on one occasion just throw something in there that had nothing to do with anything which was yeah. um, one of the episodes that you uh, murdered which was that they talked about planning this murder for weeks when it had actually been about five minutes. Yes, yeah, that was um, um, that was an odd one. Yeah, uh, but usually, you know, things happen for a reason. I think. Um, yeah, so um, this is where she's outside her friend Corey's house and calls up and I've and she's sus AF.
1: Yeah, this is when I started thinking. Oh no, he's he's there. He is yeah. in that house right now with her.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then she goes up to her bedroom and her bed is purposely all sort of ruffled up and, you know, you kind of go, Oh yeah. Uh, right. She has yeah. been there. Um, she says they don't talk, they don't have fun, they don't have sex. And I've written, join the club sister.
1: <laughs> you might as well be married. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, so she, she sort of stays there and has a bit of heart to heart with her mate. Uh, she gets home a bit pissed at night time. Um, Caroline wakes up um, the next morning. We see the front door is open, don't we? Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, is this where she, she just drops
1: the line of that bastard doesn't deserve to live?
0: Uh, yes.
1: Yeah. So straight away you're thinking, uh-oh.
0: <laughs> but again, she's she's pissed. But the fact that we know that there's going to be a murder and it's focusing on her. So it's quite obvious to us it's her that's going to do the murder. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, it seemed obvious that it's him that's going to get it.
1: Yeah. And, and the whole theme about the sleepwalking. Mm. It To me, it was obvious that, that the boyfriend was going to get killed. Mm-hmm. But just because of the way my mind works, I started thinking, is she going to kill Caroline? Because she thinks Caroline is sleeping with him. Right? Is she going to kill her mate because she thinks her mate's and is she going to get it wrong and her
0: subconscious has got this wrong
1: and all this sort of Mm -hmm. stuff? Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Um, So uh, the next morning, Deborah's in bed and David's made Deborah some breakfast, a bit of toast and some coffee. Mm -hmm. Still at the Uh, time, still still at this point, seems like a nice fella. Nice lad, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Lovely (laughs) lovely boy. Um, Caroline knows that he fancies Deb and that he's trying it on. Um, and this is the moment that Deborah wakes up, throws the duvet off, and she has a hammer in her hand covered in blood.
1: Yeah, so. Hmm.
0: What did oh, you think? Look.
1: I was like, okay, so she's obviously killed someone in a mm-hmm. sleepwalking escapade. Uh, what's going on here? You know who is she killed? Obviously, we know it's not the two that are downstairs talking uh, and so on. So it's like, who is she killed? It must be, it must be James because of the line that bastard doesn't deserve to live. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, is it going to be this straightforward? I mean, okay. Is it going to? Uh, because it, it didn't, it did really seem at this point in time watching the show, it was going to be very straightforward. And I'm kind of thinking, oh, okay, is this not actually going to crack up to be all that good? Because it does seem pretty one-dimensional. But mm. I was a little bit wrong with that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you later on. But um, as the story started to develop, I became wrong as well. Okay. Despite the fact that I have watched it before. What an um, <laughs> um Yeah. So she's she's panicking, uh, obviously, as you would. Um bed is covered in blood and she's got this bloody hammer david knocks on the door she says wait don't come in um and she's panicking and he's a bit worried about her because he can hear in her voice that she's sort of not right um she manages to cover the blood up for a moment kind of sits behind a cushion throws the duvet over um and i thought at this moment that she was gonna he was gonna come in bring the breakfast in she was gonna say i don't feel very well and off he was gonna trot I didn't think it was going to go the way it did. No, totally not. I I, I thought it was going to go the way you just explained
1: yourself. Yes, yeah, so I I totally agree.
0: Um, she um, he asks if she's still mad, and she says, "I'm not mad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, "I didn't I didn't mean it like that." And then he notices the blood.
1: Hmm. And yeah.
0: I went, oh, okay. Yeah, and so to be fair,
1: when he walks in the room initially, I'm mm. thinking. Okay, like like you said, he's going to drop the coffee off, say, tell her, and that'd be that. But then the more you look at it, the more you realise that she's not actually done that good a job at hiding it on her body or on her jammers. She's got a cushion that she's holding in a sort of, you know, sideways on trying to hide it. But the blood's on her fucking hands that she's holding the pillow with. So it's like yeah. just right there.
0: Well, she's had seconds though, hasn't she? And mm, yeah, fair she's point. He's a student, so she probably thought you wouldn't notice.
1: Yeah, yeah, good <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um Sorry, students. Um, yeah, so he notices the blood, and he asks if she's hurt, um, and she tells him that she woke up, and it was there, and she said, I killed him, and he sees the hammer. Um, and yeah, she's, she's straight away, you know, she's revealed what she believes to have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really distraught that it was in her hand. Um, I didn't expect her to tell him, um, everything. And she asks him to call the police and he agrees.
1: Yeah. But then he doesn't actually do it. Nope. And this is the first kind of, I suppose, little turn in, in the David character, isn't it? because mm. up to this point in the episode, I'm thinking he's a nice fella. She should be with him. Yeah. You know, and maybe it'll go that way. Who knows? But then he doesn't call the police. Mm hmm. And For a moment, I'm like okay this is, he's acting a bit weird now. This is a bit off, mm. but then again, almost straight away his motivation whereas his actions may be a bit a, a bit skew if his motivation still seems on the kind
0: side because
1: yeah. yeah it's almost like he's trying to help her,
0: yeah, that's how it seems at this point i I thought as well, yeah, but at the beginning, I thought, okay, so he's trying to help her he obviously got a thing for, he's trying to help her. He obviously didn't like the other guy. Maybe the actor just didn't get the memo because he's coming across a bit creepy. (laughs) Yeah. But as time goes on, I think he was meant to be creepy. Um, And actually the actor did a a fairly good job at it, fairly mostly. Um, But um, at this time, I just thought maybe, because I actually wrote um, as he was trying, starting to talk to her, I wrote, he'd make a fairly decent villain in something Mm -hmm. because he was a bit, He's just got this look about him, doesn't he? He's a bit slimy. Sorry, yeah, Patrick.
1: he is. I don't know. If, <laughs> I, I know what you mean. And there's very quickly we get to moments, don't we, where cause here they're cleaning up, aren't they? Well, he mm. is cleaning up. He sends her he, for a shower. He, yeah. Now he lets himself in while she's showering, which is, again, a little bit, a bit yeah. odd. Yeah. Um, takes her clothes and he's washing all the bedding that's got the blood in it mm-hmm. and tells her not to worry about the hammer and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. She then goes upstairs to his room mm-hmm. to use the towels up there because he's still doing stuff in her room, apparently. And this yeah. is where she finds the picture, isn't it? Yes. So that there, because the picture is the four of them, the four housemates. Mm. But James is kind of folded over so he doesn't appear in the picture. Mm. And when I saw that, I was like, this bastard, he killed James. And he's trying to make her think
0: that she did it. That's what I thought as well. Not at this moment, not at this moment, but a little bit later on, I'm like, oh, he did it. He did it here. And then when she was asleep, he put the hammer in her hand, and I don't know, rubbed some blood on her or something. Yeah, that's that's exactly where my mind went to. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't at this moment because this moment, I just thought it was odd that she was fixating on that photo. And I thought that they were trying to tell us something because the reason I thought that was odd, that picture isn't just of them mm. because Caroline's in it as well. Yeah. So the fact that he's folded James out, he doesn't like James. Why would he have a picture of James? He doesn't okay. like him He's a knob. Uh, so I didn't really think at, at that point, I didn't think that was a creepy thing because he was with Caroline and Debs and he just folded the bloke. You don't like out. Um, this is before Photoshop, I think. So Yeah. Um, you can't just I know, put a chicken in front of him or something.
1: I don't know why I went with chicken, but no, could have just deleted him. Didn't
0: yeah, have to yeah. impose a giant chicken to take his
1: place. I've never used Photoshop in my life. I don't know how it works.
0: <laughs> just as well. Your house would just be full of huge amounts some chickens. You want to see my family pictures? <laughs> It's just like you and of that giant chicken from Family Guy. Yeah, <laughs> little chicks.
1: My mum's actually got chickens as well, which is weird. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> yeah, she got. They are not as big as that chicken, but they are fucking big.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. That's a, that's um, another job for pigs' bladders, so if he listens. Yeah, just load load of Photoshop uh, images side with chickens. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but back to uh, back to David. Um yeah, at this point he's just trying to protect her really, isn't he? And he's say he's cleaned up everything. Mm. He tried, sort of says to her, What do you know? And she says, Well, I don't remember anything. So he said, Well, it wasn't you then, it was, you know, your subconscious. Um She has a wash and he bags a hammer and he um he cleans mm. the sheets and everything, like you said. I thought it was weird that he went in the Again, I think there is an element. I I, I was thinking we were gonna see more than we did with the shower. Because there were a few shots I thought weren't particularly necessary. Right. Yeah. uh, Of Keely Hawes um, when she, you know, like when she put the jumper on and when she, um, you know, was getting changed later on and in the shower, we didn't really need to linger on her as long as they did. Um, I think they did. I think it was very important for the (laughs) (laughs) film. I think it was very necessary. (laughs) If I say very, very, um, very attractive lady, um. (laughs) <laughs> In- indeed all right, indeed, <laughs> <laughs> indeed. <laughs> um, Yeah. yes so at this point I've written uh, he's a bit creepy but he's helping us so I can't be mad about it is that alright mm.
1: I still think that he, at this point I'm still thinking he's he's killed this dude
0: oh. he is I know. saw that later on okay that's interesting that's interesting um, they're walking around now outside and he said that he can't get hold of Jamie but that doesn't mean anything, because everyone turns their phones off. Do they? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. No. Maybe back then. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know. Did I ever used to turn my phone off? I don't
0: know. I suppose I did if I didn't want work getting old of me. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I don't know, I think I must have turned it off at some time. I suppose like you used it, but you didn't use it as much as you do now. Yeah. Because you literally would have text friends or ring friends and that's it. You wouldn't be on the internet really, would you?
1: No, that's fair point. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So, um, uh, I've written, do they bollocks? That's what I've written here. Um, he <laughs> <laughs> comes up with loads of alternatives that could have happened. Um, and she says, you just keep ignoring the most obvious answer. Uh, there was a hammer, blood, and hair. And that's when she realizes he washed everything. And for some reason, it was this moment that I'm like, hmm it's a bit off here. He's a bit off. And as time goes on, it's the controlling element that I was like, Oh, that's, yeah. that, that's, that's when I was like, he did it. But here is when I first started getting a bit like, Hmm, maybe he saw her do it at this point. I was thinking because okay. he was up and he saw, you know, um, it was the way that he went to her straight away. I was thinking maybe he saw her do it. Maybe he was involved and she was sleeping or whatever was my thought process at this time. Uh, okay. So to me, that was just throwing fuel on the fire
1: Mm. of, you know, the the picture was, I sort of looked at it and thought, that's odd. Even if he doesn't like him, I thought that's strange. They put it
0: there for a reason. You
1: can see that he fancies her. So he Mm -hmm. wants her out the He wants him out the way. So this was just sort of adding fuel to the fire for me at this point. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, And then at this moment, they're, they're in the room and this is where I've actually written. Whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck? is what I've written, everyone dreams things they don't do like kill their boss and rape the girl you fancy. What the fuck? (laughs) And and then I wrote, what the fuck? He's a fucking weirdo. (laughs) He said, he said that line. And then when he said, and rape the girl you fancy, he gave her this really hard stare. And I was like, Oh God, Oh God. Oh God. (laughs) I'm thinking this is taking a totally
1: different turn.
0: So sorry. <laughs> no, no. no, I've not no, no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that's the quote. Everyone dreams things they don't do, like kill their boss and rape the girl you fancy.
1: Uh, oh man, that's I, I, I think some of the show, some of the episodes we've watched have been really clever where they've been quite subtle. Mm. This has no level of subtlety at all in that line, does it?
0: No, that was creepy that was a scary moment i thought yeah it was not Uh, good no um yeah um this was the moment where i've started this is where i thought that he's done it yeah that was the moment where i thought he's done it i've written here do you think he enjoys having a sort of power over her that was a question for me to ask you
1: um he changes doesn't he and i think the power does the more power he gets, the more he becomes this kind of creepy, you know, uh, dark character. So mm. I think the two go hand in hand, yeah.
0: Um, I've written, uh, he's looking out for her, but in a very controlling way. Um, so that's why I thought that. David says that Jamie's an arsehole, but he's probably still alive. Whatever happened, it wasn't her that did it. And then that's where my brain was like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah definitely, definitely him, definitely yeah. him exactly that that line as well that was like okay yeah um then later on she's at home and she hears something um upstairs and she starts calling up thinking it's James um then the phone rings which makes her jump uh works calling for James and because he's not turned up so now it's just furthering that fuel that he's gone it mm-hmm. must be him and at this moment I'm starting to go oh he's not dead <laughs> Oh, okay. See, so I did. I did. I, yeah. I, I'm. I'm assuming the whole time he is dead. It became. It started becoming. The minute that they had that call, and she then starts crying because that's confirmation to her that he was dead. The moment my brain went, "Oh, he's not." Uh, okay. I uh, see. Yeah. Now I- but I say, I was doing mental gymnastics at this point because the previous scene, I was like, "David's killed him." Then I'm <laughs> like, "Well, no, he's not dead."
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David's killed him, but not done a good job
0: yeah um yeah uh so she she then leaves her friend corrie a voicemail crying and this is the moment that i went okay now i know what's happened is it really yeah so this is the moment when 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 he when he, they get that call that says David's not turned up to work where is he i'm like okay he's not dead then she calls corrie and leaves a voicemail and i'd already had in my head earlier that, that he was definitely sleeping with Cory. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm like, okay, him being dead is a misdirect. He's not dead. She's dead. She went over and killed Corey. Right. It's what I I thought had happened
1: by this point. See, I didn't get that until, I mean, we're nearly there, aren't we, to be fair? We might as well just spill the beans, aren't we? Um, When James turns back up, Mm. it was literally that moment I went, shit, he's not dead. Mm -hmm. I didn't twig at all until that moment. Which, considering okay. how suspicious my mind can be, yeah, and you know, I, I literally, I was, I was bought into this hook line and sinker,
0: really, because I thought the fact that they kept doing the, you know, oh well, he might, he's definitely dead, he's definitely dead, he's definitely dead. My brain was going, oh, he's not then. No, <laughs> I didn't get that. Oh man, now you're mm-hmm. talking about it. It's so obvious, but I just didn't get it at all. Interesting, interesting. Um, then uh, David prepares the dinner uh, candles and whatnot for Caroline as well. Not just, uh, Debs. Um, Caroline says she's glad that she kicked him out. Why didn't you tell her earlier then, you bitch?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you notice the thing as well with the dinner? This was weird. You know, when, when David's turning to Caroline and going, this is from Morocco. Like he's even <laughs> being, he's being weird to her now. This is, this is one strange dude. <laughs>
0: he's, he's an odd lad. Hmm. An odd lad. um, Yeah, uh, then that's when she quoted, um, Debbie as saying the bastard doesn't deserve to live, and Debbie was like, did I say that? Yeah. Um, Now, you know, she's even more worried. She leaves, and Caroline asks David what's going on, and he doesn't, you know, doesn't really answer, does he? No, no. And again,
1: that didn't quite make sense to me, because he's covering up for her, Or he's covering up for himself in my head at this point. Mm. And he's gone to the length of ditching the hammer. He's washed the clothes. He's he's done Mm. all this sort of stuff. When I asked a direct question like that, to just kind of not respond or just be quite, I suppose, dismissive of it, I didn't think that quite fit with what was going on because surely he would have just turned around and told her a pack of lies or something. The fact Mm. that he stayed more quiet... To me, made him look even more suspicious.
0: Okay, that's interesting. Maybe, uh, yeah, I, I didn't really think about that because at this point, my brain is like, "Oh well, Corey's dead."
1: <laughs> now,
0: I thought so. I, I wasn't really paying attention to creepy David. Yeah, um, uh, I did write though. David is effed up. Um, he is that. She she realized She says um, that it's all gone. You know, all the, all the blood and everything, like it was a dream, and he's smiling. That's when I write, he's, yeah, he's messed up, this lad. Yeah. <laughs> I write, him and Katrin from episode one would be well suited.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I'd watch that show. If these two got together, I would watch that show. <laughs> I would watch that, yeah. It'd be interesting, wouldn't it? That'd be a car wreck TV. I'd to get old Barry in game to write that. Yeah, we'll have a word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, next morning, uh, Dev's asleep by the front door. Yeah. Caroline gently wakes her up. Um sorry, I was expecting another scream here.
1: Really? I braced okay. myself waiting for another scream. <laughs> and this when the scream didn't come, I was like, because well, she's actually asleep rather than sleepwalking now, you knob. What are you worried about? Yeah. You know, I proper braced <laughs> myself ready for her to start yelling
0: again. <laughs> it was it was a loud a loud scream. It was. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, so then uh she goes looking for Riaz again. Um, our mate. Oh, psychedelic dude! I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Big gold earring. Um, yeah, he makes her laugh, which is nice to uh, to see on there. Uh, saying about uh, a dream with a train going into a tunnel again and again and again means that they need to commute more to work. Yeah, and then uh, she <laughs> she laughs, and he goes, "Well, maybe not." And it, it, again, this is a really lovely moment I thought because this kind of broke up the the show a little bit. And the thing is, th- this is one of the moments where I thought. Oh, I really hope she didn't do it. Yeah. Because she's such a lovely character and she plays her so well. And there is a bit of a spark between them two. And you kind of think, oh, you know, yeah. nice.
1: I'm st- I'm still thinking, uh, even at this late stage, because like, there's not much left of the episode, really, is No. There? I'm still thinking, even at this late stage, they're going to end up together. Really Yeah. And David has killed James, so he's going to be sent away. And mm-hmm. Caroline will just finish off the Moroccan leftovers and, and that'll be that. <laughs>
0: But you should have known better because perhaps not the last episode. Co- What's well, for the last episode to, to a degree? But all of the episodes so far have been left very open ended. Yeah, that would have been closed off quite nicely, wouldn't it? Yeah, should have yeah. known better. Should have known better. Um, I've just written. I've just so I've just read the bottom of the paragraph I'm about to read. Okay. Um, and it just says our brains are ourselves, and I can't remember why I wrote that. So we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I mean mine and yours. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he makes a laugh about the train. Um, he explains how the subconscious works. It takes the... Oh, okay. I remember now. Um, it takes the information it doesn't think is important and throws it away. Our brains are ourselves because it yeah. throws away all of the information side, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> mate. Exactly. <Okay>. That's right. <laughs> e- even the notes that you wrote yesterday evening. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, my brain decided they were not important enough to remember um he, but then when she's kind of saying about the subconscious you know being this other thing you know he goes no no, no. the subconscious isn't some kind of other thing it's uh, it's you it's just another part of you and that kind of hits her a little bit doesn't it mm. yeah yeah and again it's
1: it's adding all the time isn't it to this thing of she's done something in her sleep so even though mm. at this stage I'm thinking it's still very much David who has done the murder, to her, she is thinking, I have done this still.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've very creepy David throws a hammer in the water. He wanted to put that in a rucksack.
1: Yeah, he did. And again, <laughs> don't venture very far, do they, when they get, when they dispose of their, <laughs> their murder weapons,
0: you know? <laughs> Just in the water. Yeah. Um, he cleaned it. I, I suppose. And put I it in know. a plastic bag. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Um, no, he didn't do a great job. She's at work, of it, and not really with it, and then out the window she sees someone she thinks is James. She runs outside, definitely got sacked, which we find out later on that she did.
1: Yeah, see, again, Now we know now, and we mentioned it a few moments ago, that James is not actually dead. He arrives in the next scene or two, doesn't he? He arrives back. Yeah, and the next scene, know, yeah. Yeah, so I'm still thinking she's seeing things at this stage. Mm-hmm. she's like tripping yeah. out because she's murdered someone and she's you know the same as when the the guy who stole the lottery ticket from the babysitter started seeing the babysitter's body everywhere I'm thinking mm-hmm. it's that sort of similar thing but it could actually have just been James nipping out to get some milk or something couldn't it
0: <laughs> could have just been James yeah <laughs> um yeah then we get co-signing shots of David putting on a shirt and some aftershave and doing himself up and um Deb's in her pants trashing James's stuff in her room
1: Mhm. Yes. I mean something I want
0: to point out with that as well. Why did he put
1: aftershave in his hair? I know this is a really uh, like I know this is a really weird thing to notice. But he's I even notice. he's putting aftershave in his hair. He but well, like, people can't this is wonderful stuff for an audio podcast, obviously, but you can yeah. see what I'm doing. He's yeah. putting he's got quite long, what well, sort you of shot do, down he? to his shoulder. He's putting it in his hair and putting it back. That's gonna shave, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to make yeah. his hair go- Yeah, because he's he in his hands, put it on his face, and then sort of pulling yeah, it through his ran hair.
0: it through his hair. Oh. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing that for, you weirdo? Well, his hair will smell nice, I suppose. Yeah, but it looked like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it already did. Yeah, it already did. It
1: already looked a bit greasy, didn't it? Yeah, well, it, was, it was, you know, early 2000s. He's probably used half a tub of, you know, wet look, extreme hold gel or something, you know. Oh yeah, pretty sure I've got with.
0: some, pretty sure I've got some of that in the cupboard. Amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, so we get those kind of side, of side shots and then he suddenly appears behind her in her room and I put whoa he's creepy because he did also make that comment earlier about doing that thing in his dream and I, I thought that we were going to go down a very dark road here. I
1: thought this was going to be a really bad moment because he's jazzed himself up he's, he's hair sprayed he's after shaved his hair and he's uh, <laughs> and he stood there and he's he's not just appeared behind her she is you know, wandering around her bedroom in her pants. Yeah. And he's there for a little while and he even tilts she... his head a little bit as he's having a look mm-hmm. and it's a bit like, nah, okay, mate. I thought it was going to get real, real dark.
0: Yeah. 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 Me. Um, she, she asks if he doesn't knock and he said he didn't think she'd mind. And I'm still thinking, yeah, that's is where we're going. Yeah. That's, that's, what's gonna happen. that's sure a towel like that is there, isn't it? Yeah. I was thinking, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. <laughs> um, she says she wants to be alone, but then he comes into the room anyway, and I'm going, uh-uh, uh-uh, don't like it. Um, he said he's glad that she took his stuff down and says that he always had bad taste. Um, she realises that he... Uh, th- then that's when she realises that he didn't um, believe himself when he, thought, when he said that he thought James was dead, because he said he always had bad taste not he does have bad taste yeah so she kind of picked up and then she thinks um, at this point that maybe he uh, killed James doesn't he doesn't yeah he?
1: and I, I'm at this stage I mean I, I've got no like counter or, or you know on the on the DVD player or any I've got no context of time so I don't know how long is left of the episode but I know we must be getting to the end mm-hmm. so I'm thi- I'm thinking this is the reveal. And this is the, the the swerve that they they kind of because these episodes do tend to sort of like you said they leave it open ended but there's always sometimes a bit of a surprise or a bit of a twist isn't there Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, thinking the,
0: yeah.
1: the the twist is that David killed James, and mm-hmm. we've just figured it out. That's what my yeah. in, I'm thinking in my mind.
0: Yeah, well, I'd say by this point I'm convinced that um, James is alive and that Corey's dead. So at this point, mm-hmm. um my brain is going, ah, yeah, yeah. So the reason I thought that at the beginning is because they wanted me to think that.
1: Okay. They wanted me to think
0: that David was was uh, doing that. Um, God, I'm so gullible. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to um, He tries to kiss her as well, doesn't he? Um, yeah. And she's, again, this was still at this moment when she tried to kiss her and she went back and then he kind of went in again. I was thinking, that. Ah, no. mm um, um that, that takes
1: some form of, you know, I, I don't want to say guts, because it's not guts, but it takes some form of delusion to think that when this 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 lass who's obviously going through an incredibly traumatic situation mm-hmm. and in, in her mind, her whether it's you know, whether James has died at the hands of David or Debbie, she has just lost her boyfriend, whether she liked him yep. or not, at that, that final couple of mm-hmm. days or whatever. So then go and try and kiss her and she pulls away
0: okay that could happen let's mm-hmm. go back in again it's like mate what are you thinking so i'm still thinking rapey here to be honest because he has admitted that he dreamt about that and then yeah. he walked in creepily while she's getting dressed and he's been very controlling on i'm looking after you you know i'm looking yeah. out for you, and i was just oh, i had a really horrible feeling that's where we were going i think it's purposely done that way
1: because the to time, make the
0: viewer feel a bit uncomfortable with
1: yeah because the timing of it uh, basically James walks in the room now yep. doesn't he mm-hmm. and he disturbs this scene
0: mm-hmm.
1: I wonder if obviously we'll never know it's, that's not been written whatever but I wonder if it was done in a way to make you think that that was going to happen if James yeah. hadn't arrived at that point
0: yeah well yeah because she obviously thinks that he's trying to set her up Mm. Um, she calls him a monster, and he shouts, "You're a murderer!" And that's when James walks in. Yeah, and the look on both their faces—this is what. What did you think here then? I was like,
1: "Whoa, okay," I, I, I it completely swerved me. I was, I, I didn't expect to see him at all. And then she's um. Partially crying, laughing. I mean, she's brilliant here because she's, she's oh. relieved but surprised. And there's so many things going on w- w- with, with, with Debbie's character at this exact moment. But she's brilliant at portraying oh, all standard. of it. Yeah. 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 So she, she's almost at times giggling whilst crying because of what's in front of her. Just relief and. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas David, he kind of looks surprised a little, but not massively. I, I it's, it's not like he's gone, Oh mate, you're alive. Why are he you? He looks pissed ask? off. Yeah, and there's there's a line here as well, because James then basically points the finger at, at David and Debbie and sort of says, What, you two? Mm-hmm. And she openly laughs at the idea. Laughs in his face. Is, yeah. yeah. And he he just rocks back in against the wall, doesn't he? Like, oh mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that was that was quite cathartic moment actually because as a Mm -hmm. viewer you think he's a creepy bastard and she just laughed in his face so yeah make you feel bad really about it um yeah um she laughs and says oh god no (laughs) which um she's just so i've written she's so relieved at this point um but then i put i feel pretty sure that she killed this other person that's what i wrote at this point so did, did, did that start running through your head at this point or not
1: yeah when when james was alive i thought okay she has killed the person that James was sleeping with in her sleep right and by this point I'd given up on the Caroline f- idea yeah and it was the blonde lass who ultimately we find out is the uh
0: yeah so she says that she's free uh, the next morning she sees Caroline she says that she's free and she's um he can go she wakes up and she looks fresh um she looks happy she goes downstairs she tries to call cory again mm. and that was a bit i'm, I'm like okay you're, you're hammering because I, I say to me now this was obvious from good, good halfway through the episode so now i'm like okay maybe you didn't need that second call to cory see that's now,
1: interesting because do.
0: that second
1: call is when i went oh yeah definitely she's dead now got you but i didn't pick up on
0: it as early as you did you see yeah she said that she's coming over now so i've written i'm convinced now um She's so, I've written, she's so happy, and I feel bad for her. As a viewer, I fully went yeah. into it, and I feel so bad for her because she's so happy. And she put, I say, everything that Keely Hawes does in this, I know she's Keely Hawes, right? I've seen her in so many different shows. I'm 100% suspending my disbelief. I'm 100% believing that's Debs. Yeah, totally. She's so good. Yeah. Um, and I want her to be happy. I want her to go off of creepy Riaz. Well, not creepy, but weird Riaz. Yeah. I want her to, um, you know, be happy and smiling and joking like we saw. I don't I don't want what's about to happen to happen. Um and there is this feeling of impending doom really, isn't there?
1: And the thing is well, if she did end up with Riaz, I mean, the whole way through the show, even when she's just like, you know, slobbing around the house, she's very mm-hmm. presentable. She's she's, you know, dressed uh-huh. in a good way. So I'm thinking if she does end up with him, she can get rid of that fucking earring. <laughs> You know, it's, a, it's a win-win for everyone that's a that's her first uh protocol yeah yeah definitely. exactly you want you, you want to you, wanna, you know get get more intimate with me and not just my mind lose the fucking pirate hoop, mate
0: yeah <laughs> yeah leave Zenab. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> it's dangerous um, on that square <laughs> <laughs> um she says to to Carol, you know, if James comes by, tell him to do one, basically. She's mm. she's got all this closure and it's oh, you just know something's up. You know, you know exactly what's about to happen. Um she gets to Corey's door and we see James with flowers and a bag rocking up. Um and that's when it's revealed. I've written that's when it's revealed what we already knew. Yeah. Uh, apparently not. Um and I wrote, <laughs> unfortunately, this twist was pretty obvious from about halfway through. Apparently not. Um <laughs> However, we do see um, her look at things and it plays up that the subconscious picked those things up. And I thought that was quite clever how they kind of did this distorted yes. camera and it showed scenes that we'd already seen. But then it showed things that happened in the corner of her eye, like yeah. James running through the house, like the bed sheets all sort of thrown up. And so- what did you think of this? This was fantastic because it's
1: moments that, well, it's the reveal, isn't it? And this is kind of what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. This, this the, the best moments in this show. So what is this, this fair season? This is the end of season one for us, isn't it? Mm. The best moments that we've seen so far, in my opinion, are when we've had that reveal of, okay, this happened, this happened. And it was right there in front of you. Did you see it or not? So obviously you did. And I took a little while longer to twig on, but um, <laughs> yeah, oh, it was so good. And when she walks through the, um, I suppose the hallway going past mm-hmm. the staircase Mm-hmm. and her friend, who ultimately she she is killed, says that she's having some work done. She turns to the side, turns back. But on mm-hmm. this instance, she turns to the side, turns back, and you can see the hammer.
0: Yeah. And it's like, ah. Oh. So I think it was really well done. Yeah, really good. Okay. I, now, I haven't gone back and watched it again afterwards to see if you can see those things in the background. Like, mm. obviously, I saw the duvet in that. But whether you could see James running past or if you could see the hammer. So I'll be interested maybe have a quick look back at that and see. Because if you can, I think that'll be a lot better than them just adding that in. But um, the James thing, either way, it's quite Yeah.
1: Is there any way of doing that? Without being too obvious? Yeah, because if you're putting it in there for people to notice, they are literally going to do that. They are going to notice it and then it will blow the whole thing. So if they have yeah. gone back and added that afterwards, I'm kind of okay with that. Okay. But the hammer, yeah. I hope mm-hmm. we see the hammer, because that's, that's a bit more subtle. That's a bit more clever, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and his position as well It's just kind of laying on a toolbox. Yeah. So it's not like <laughs> a spotlight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we see that. Um, and then she, again, you know, I, I was almost, I'm a very emotional person. Uh, and I was almost welling up because she, the look on her face when she looks and her voice cracks and she says, James, please don't go in there. Yeah. Because she realizes at that moment what's happened. And he does. And of course, he finds Corey's body. And she says, it's over. And it is. That's the end of the episode.
1: Mm. Yeah. It's,
0: again, it's still kind of open. It's still open for your interpretation. Yeah, because we don't know what happens here to... No, we can assume that she got arrested for it. We can assume mm. she went uh, to prison, but we don't know. We still don't know what happens to creepy David. We there's don't no know murder weapon. To... No, there's no murder weapon.
1: Well, I mean, there is. All they got to do is go for a little paddle in that street <laughs> and that's right by where they live. But yeah, there's no. Yeah, in theory, there's no murder weapon.
0: Is David now going to stitch her up? Mm. Because she broke his heart and she pissed him off. So there's something there. Uh, Is he going to have her back? Is James going to, you know, presumably he's going to call the police? I would imagine that, um, you know, the program we just watched, Debbie's going to buckle straight away and tell the police everything, and implicate David in covering the stuff up. Um, They're not going to buy the sleepwalking thing, and she'll go to prison, and that's very very sad. But there is enough there where, again, you as the viewer, which is one of the things we've lauded this. Series for doing is it leaves an enough for you as the viewer to put your own end to the book mm-hmm. without just being lazy writing. They've finished the story, but there is enough there for you to finish it, and and that's one of the things I've really loved about watching this back with you.
1: Yeah, I, I loved this episode. Uh, I suppose we're there now. Are we sort of summing mm-hmm. up summing up what we think? I loved this. This was mm-hmm. uh, if if it keep. I've said before on the show that I've got a habit of sometimes figuring things out quite quickly. Yeah. This I did not. Okay. I got there in the end, but not I was I was looking completely the wrong direction. So I don't know if that was written that way to throw me. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean the fact that you got it straight away says maybe it wasn't and I was just picking up on stuff that wasn't there. I don't know.
0: Again, maybe there was a bit in my head that I remembered and okay. I didn't realise that I had or But the
1: the 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 twists and you know constantly guessing i mean by the end we both had the same conclusion before it was revealed to us mm-hmm. but i was still guessing at two or three different things half an hour in right and that to me is it, i really appreciate that if some if i can watch a tv show that keeps me guessing i i, I really really enjoy that and i think this is brilliant and and the, the lady you play debbie is fantastic it, I just think the whole thing was so, so good. There's definitely a keep in mind for you there. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. This was excellent. Yeah. And we spoke before recording, didn't we, about mm-hmm. how we're going to sort of structure the rest of the podcast and how you know, we're, we're coming up to Christmas as the end of the first season mm-hmm. and so on. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned about doing some form of a countdown episode at the end, ranking yep. our favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I've still got two more seasons to go, but at yep. the moment, this is going to be quite up there for me.
0: Yeah, and you said last week that um, not last week, week before that, that was perhaps your favourite vigilante as well. And mm. uh, there's been some really strong, strong episodes, strong performances. Um, and I think you said earlier on that your VIP for this week, you've also already revealed being yes, yeah. Uh, I'm with you 100 percent on that. It can't be anyone else. Um, she was absolutely outstanding. Uh, and yeah, it's keep in mind for me as well. I felt that um, I did feel halfway through it was a bit predictable, but again. Um, there might have been a part of me that just remembered that, because I have seen it uh, probably a few times. So I just don't remember. I, th- I think Because of it, I've said before, because of its place on the DVD, it's the last episode on the DVD. So yeah. I think there's been many occasions, not just the last time, where, you know, you've only got sort of, three episodes on a disc. Yeah. So I might have just, like, got to that and just gone, ah, I'll just start the new series. And that might be why I've missed yeah, it, I skipped get it. it. And yeah. then I would say, like, the first sort of three, four minutes... They're not the most exciting, so maybe I kind of watch them and I go, okay, I'll go off and do something and whatever. Don't come back to it. Uh, This episode is so much better than I thought it was going to be. I thought there was a reason I hadn't watched it so much. Turns out it's just because I'm a bit thick. (laughs) <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and i and you just, don't
1: and you don't want to have to swap the dvd over after no, one episode
0: yeah and I, exactly and it's like oh, well I'm not there's no point watching that because i'll have to get up in 40 minutes and change the See, disc let's do it now <laughs> maybe that there is is a negative then for the format
1: because the standalone episode if this was a story a series that told the say you know we're following a plot throughout all the episodes mm. you'd have to watch that last episode on that
0: disc yeah yeah you would but that, that's like i said to you before one of my favorite things about tv shows is investing in stories and characters yeah. and the fact that i you know love this show is a complete <laughs> <laughs> complete contradiction to that because they are mini stories they're mini mm. films if you like um but yeah but perhaps um but um yeah this this episode was so much better than i thought it was going to be um I, I've always I've always liked a lot of stuff that Keeley Hawes is in, but she always plays similar characters. Okay, she always plays quite powerful upper class sort of women. Like even you know in Ashes to Ashes, she was a slightly snooty cop. Right. Yeah. Um, in Spooks, she was a slightly snooty MI5 person. In Line of Duty, she was a slightly snooty cop. In uh, Bodyguard, she was a snooty. Um, uh, uh, member of parliament or whatever she was she always plays these kind of you know um kind of upper class with a bit of with a bit of a an edge to her um so i don't know if it's just because of those kind of characters but right I, I, this in this i just thought she was amazing she was so light naturally likable and everything she did was just um yeah I, th- I think she was outstanding in this um and this episode 100 percent keep in mind um you can still find this episode on daily motion at the moment if you don't want to go and okay. get the dvd uh, but this is the last episode at the moment that we can find online we've searched all kinds of different places so if you want to keep up with us uh you're gonna have to go and get the DVD, which is one of the reasons we're doing this, really. You're so you have it? to live Stop. like
1: a primitive and have to get off yeah. the sofa after three episodes and change the disc. Yeah. Rather, you, know, you think how weird that is. Now, just that <laughs> that context. When I sat down today to watch this show for this recording, yeah, I pressed, um, I got, I got, I got the remote control for the DVD player, and I sat yeah. on my bed and I turned the TV on, turned the DVD player on. It does all the booting up stuff and the whirring, <laughs> clunking noises. Yeah, that's it. And then it and then it came out with a menu for the DVD and it was yep. quantum leap. And I was like, fuck. i got to get up and turn I got I thought the I thought the, the murder in mind disc was in there. I gotta get up and change the disc now. And it's like you go back X a number of years. I want a bad night on that. But no, because of streaming services and everything, I, just, I was just like, oh, this is so inconvenient. <laughs> I, I can probably, now, the, the DVD player, even now, is probably close enough for me to spit on it. It's that fucking, <laughs> it's that small a room. And I, I proper was so grumpy about having to change the DVD. It's just so strange, isn't it, you know? But yeah, buy the DVDs, people. Watch along with us.
0: <laughs> I got so angry the other day because my daughter wanted to watch Tom and Jerry and I got a Tom and Jerry DVD set and they've got their double-sided discs yes you know they did that for a while with like friends and homageria and stuff like that and they've been put back into the i'm not going to mention who did it but it rhymes with my knife and she's put (laughs) the discs in different order so my daughter is looking for a specific episode but they're double-sided discs with no color on either of them and it doesn't say a, B, so it just says side A, side B. It doesn't say what it is. I was getting so angry because every time she put a disc in, it was like the wrong way around. I'm like, no, turn it the other way. <laughs> and then, um, I went around my mum's the other day and she put a DVD on and it was an older DVD uh, of a cartoon movie and it played about seven trailers before it. And all I was right. like, oh God, do you remember this with VHSs when you had to yeah. pass forward all the things? I'm like, I don't have a about it. I'm like how how important are we? but <laughs> It's, we I can't over the wait for the credits the first time we got
1: netflix at my parents house i was just like this is the this is game changing this is the future you know yes.
0: <laughs> yeah 100 um which is why the streaming services should put murder in mind on i don't care if they're not cool for it i don't care if it's 22 year old television or whatever it is it should be why isn't it on BritBox? box that's what i want to know that's the one that gets me why isn't it on BritBox? box because that you know bbc
1: why isn't it it makes no sense you look at the stuff that brit i mean britbox i love by the way Mm. it's got so many great programs on there but why isn't this on there i thought this would have been exactly the sort of thing that would have been available via that streaming service
0: and you think if they put it on now right for the type of people that use britbox because we the type of people that use britbox people that like older tv shows yeah because that's mostly what's on there you've got a few from the last few years uh if you put that on there now And you just had murder in mind and a couple of images of Keely Hawes, James McAvoy, you know, a couple of these big names on it. People are going to go, oh, what's that? And they're going to click on it. And they're not, they're definitely, they would get a lot of views on that. We're going to start a petition. Um, I'm going to tweet BritBox
1: UK (laughs) as soon as we finish recording. (laughs)
0: Help help us with our podcast, please. Yeah. It's so inconvenient (laughs) to get up and put the DVD in.
1: But as we said, go and buy the DVDs because when you know when we're back with our next episode, people need to have the DVDs to watch along with us.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and with the postal strikes, order them now, folks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah so we're we're gonna have a little bit of a hiatus just to get through the, the Christmas period, really. Uh, but when we're back, Si, we're gonna start with Series Two, aren't we? Mm-hmm, we are indeed. Uh, what is the first episode of Season Two? The first episode of Series Two is called Passion.
1: Okay, now this has the lady from Birds of a Feather in it, doesn't it? It
0: does, as Paul right.
1: work. That's right, I know nothing else about it. Okay. Oh no, hang on. Oh. Do they work in a phone shop? Not a phone shop, a camera shop?
0: Mm, no, but I can kind of see what you're saying. There is, there is an office and I think there are cameras involved in it. I remember oh, okay. being involved in it. This is one, again, that when I watched the DVD, I remembered seeing bits of in my little cupboard that I used to sleep in. Um, (laughs) It is, so this is one of the first, if not the first, um, serious roles that Pauline Quirk had. She was very much known for Birds of a Feather and and Mm -hmm. sort of being the, um, I'm not being horrible, but she's used these words herself. She was the chunky, funny lady. Right, is how yep. she was seen at this point, and she plays a very different type of character in this. And like now I would say she's quite well respected, um, for different roles. I know that she did Emmerdale and stuff like that. I think that's when people started seeing her serious. But she was really good in uh, Broadchurch. She was very good, played a very serious character. I've um, never Have you not really? No. no um we're not gonna do broad church uh, on sjp world media at least not me and you <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> um yeah and it's um but this is one of the first ones and you know we mentioned when we first started doing the series one of the reasons we're looking at it you have people early in their career but you also have people that are more famous for soap operas people mm-hmm. who are more famous comedians doing serious roles so this is one of those really which is pauline quirk a comedic actor um have a serious role, and we'll, we'll find out when we come back if it's um, successful or not. Um, another person uh, worth mentioning in it, really, is Lucy Davis, who okay. um, you might recognise from The Office. Yes, yes, definitely. So what's quite interesting is um, she played Dawn in The Office, the receptionist. Um, the Office was still airing when this came out, so this, this actually aired halfway between... Uh, the Office, so it aired in between uh, Series 1 finishing and Series 2 starting So right, okay. um, So this is Lucy Davis Sort of at the height of her Her fame I guess, if you like um, With The Office Playing quite a similar character I would say Because she's working in an office right. um, So yeah, so they're, they're the two Sort of most recognisable names I think And uh, yeah, we'll have a look at that when we get back Where can we find you Si and everything Great that you and everyone else on this uh, Network are involved in
1: uh, well, literally following the network is the best thing to do at SJP World Media on Facebook and Twitter, and you get links to all the shows that the network carries. So there's obviously this one, which you can also follow at Murder in Mind Pod on Twitter. Make sure you're checking us a follow there. But yeah, you get uh, all the shows that the network carries. Probably just checking out at SJP World Media, mate. Wrestling TV, all sorts of great stuff. Loads of different hosts, loads of different shows. It's, it's well worth. Well, I like to think it's well worth it.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. Like I say, there's, there's, there's very much starting to be. Um, when I say starting to be over the last few months, a bit of something for everyone. Like I say, it started. There was a couple of, um, sort of non-wrestling-related shows, but now it really is kind of a half and half almost. I think, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, there, stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, you get on there and have a look, and you're bound to find something that you were uh, that you like. There's some really good stuff. Yeah, I hope so,
1: mate. I hope so. Where can people find you, Mort?
0: Uh they can find me um on I was about to make, make a joke I was on the wrong podcast. So <laughs> you can find me outside <laughs> Keely Hall's window. Um you, you can find me with uh, after in your hair. <laughs> yeah, um at Morty 5 on Twitter and also that other show uh that we probably shouldn't mention too much because it is utter nonsense. Uh the Morty and Fitch podcast, which is just me and a big old hairy man, baby. Um talking utter nonsense um, trying to work out on the point of this airing I think Christmas Vision has already been released I think or it's about to be released or I don't know where we are uh, no it's going to be released it's going to be released uh, on the 20th okay of yeah, December. this will be out before that yeah yes just realised that um, so yeah Christmas Vision uh, was um, uh, a collection of podcasting people Eight human adults uh, deciding what the best thing about Christmas is, because obviously we are the best um, people to decide that, <laughs> um, in the style of Eurovision, because that's the kind of stuff we do. Um, and spoilers, Fitch has done it again. He has, uh, he has Rudolphed up.
1: Oh my word. I've, yeah. se- I've seen the pictures, yes.
0: <laughs> yes. In the images. Yeah, yeah he's reindeered up. And it went about as well as you can imagine. Uh, No need for it. It's an audio podcast. But um... (laughs) that's what makes it even better. He goes into all this effort with the face paint and the costumes. No one can see him other than
1: you fuckers talking to him. (laughs)
0: Every time. this is the, this is the third special we've done which is based on eurovision so the first one was biscuits biscuit vision second one was chocolate go and check them out if you've got a couple of hours to waste just listen to people talk nonsense um and yeah the first one he thought oh eurovision you know and i dressed up in a suit on a uh, on a wednesday night or whatever it was and um and he was like, "Well, I'll uh, I'll I'll go all all, all Brit- Britain, you know, because it's Eurovision. You sometimes see people in the crowd. So he dressed, so he painted his face with the England flag, and then had the next two hours where everyone referred to him as being a member of the E.D.L. Um, <laughs> and then Chocovision. I was a bit worried he was going to come as a chocolate bar. Uh, yeah. Talked him out of that. Um, so he made it better <laughs> for himself by coming um, as an umperlumper, where he umpered lumped up. Yes. Is what he said." Um, and yeah, he went a step further this time as a reindeer. Um, it's very important that we had to make sure uh, in the picture that I did put on Twitter that the antlers were in that picture.
1: Yes, otherwise it, he could be accused of something else.
0: And he was <laughs> for a good three hours on that podcast. So. <laughs> so, uh, um, I can't wait
1: to hear it. I can't wait to hear it.
0: Yeah, it, fe- it features pe- a lot of people from the um, SJP World Media. Uh, site as well, really, we've got Dan Griffin from Doctor Who Pod, we've got Happy Stabby Danny from <laughs> Nitro Nights. we've got Mags from Chain Wrestling, uh, and myself, who's lucky enough to do this show with you, Si, and we've got people who you've had guests on, uh, on those shows as well, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a lovely bit of fun, uh, over the Christmas period, you know, give us a listen, and I hope we can just uh, bring a bit, of, a bit of Christmas laughter to you all for a bit. Yeah, I imagine
1: you will, because every show I listen to makes me laugh. So, I imagine this will be exactly the same.
0: Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that, and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll catch up. Um, we'll catch up in a few weeks.